0: What's going on spooky fans? This is your uh chillin host Ruben. Hi, I'm Quinn. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Spooky Husband Mystery Hour. Uh this week was Quinn's pick and as you guys can kinda tell we posted some little uh Some little hints, some little nods.
1: A little teaser. Yeah. Um, I picked this. Um, I recently discovered a band called Ice Nine Kills, and they made a couple of songs. Um, The first one I I listened to and I really liked was uh, based off of American Psycho, Mm -hmm. and they have another one called Jason's Mom. Oh, And it is all based on Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. uh, Which is the movie we covered this week. Woo! um, 1980. Yeah, super old movie. Super old movie. This one was a long one. Yeah, it's roughly over two hours. I want to say this is the longest one we've watched.
0: I mean, because in most cinematic horror movies, they usually only last about an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I need an hour and a half, one and done. (laughs) You can't do two-hour movies? I can't do
1: two hours. Yeah, I guess you fall asleep easy, huh? Yeah, I get real sleepy. (laughs) About an hour and I get sleepy. So if there's there's not the, the climax coming... Um, not happening. (laughs) So, I want to talk about a few cool things about the movie before we start. Before we talk about the movie in general. Yes. Cool, alright. What are Um, the cool things? Before we start, I'm going to see if you notice something while we're watching it. Okay. Whenever the killer is mentioned, or is is not on camera, but is on camera involved. Mm -hmm.
0: Did you notice there was always music, but there was no music in it? Anywhere else in the movie? Yeah, actually, I did because I feel like that's supposed to be one of those cinematic like, trigger things. So you're well, as soon as you start hearing the music, it's like a, a trigger mm-hmm. in, in your head. So you're like, "Oh god, something's happening." Like Pavlov. Yeah, it, it's a, uh, it's exactly like uh, Oh, like in video games too. You know, you hear, uh, you hear the. Uh, Resident Evil games, perfect example. You hear the, the music get more intense or louder, Uh-huh. and that's when you know something's coming.
1: You're like, oh, crap.
0: Yeah, I didn't save. So that's the one thing that I really wanted to, to
1: touch base on on this, just from the beginning, if you're watching this with us, um, is always notice that the music comes in when the killer is involved. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a really cool effect. Yeah. Um, also, this movie stars Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Which I didn't know because I've you never seen that? this movie. Oh, really? wait, what? Yeah. have you this never seen... This is my first seen... time watching it.
0: And you fell asleep. And I fell asleep. Boo on you. I know. I'm the worst. I host yeah. a horror movie podcast and I fell asleep. And you fell asleep through the movie. That's, that's so bad.
1: But yeah. it's okay. I understand that. So, our movie starts <laughs> uh, in 1957. July 4th, 1957 is what it says in the bottom. And that even says it in the wiki. Um, and apparently, teenagers have always been horny. Well, duh. Teenagers have apparently always been horny, and it's not a new thing. These kids have been fucking. Duh. Uh, so these camp counselors uh, sneak off. And I couldn't tell if this was really the 50s. It looked just like the 80s. Like, I don't know what I would picture camp counselors in the
0: 50s looking like, but that wasn't well, it. Well, again, the movie was made in the 80s. So I guess they just pulled a lot of frames like that, and I mean, because originally the the scene you're talking about, the intro scene, is where we find out that one of the kids is drowning in the lake, and there's no counselors or anybody to help them because they are busy going to town on each other. Yeah. But that was, you know, again supposed to be years before that the uh, the rest of the movie took place.
1: Yeah. But just to me, they they didn't lo- it didn't look like they were in the '50s. It looked like it was just the '80s to me. I don't know. I I don't know what I was expecting for the time period, you know? I I guess. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so these two camp counselors are moited. Uh-huh. And we go to the present day. Yes. Which could be any day. It could be today, Reuben. Except today's not Friday the thirteenth. Uh, <laughs> so we see this girl coming into a little town carrying camping supplies. And I love those those camping. Like, the old school camping backpacks, I would call them. They have like a little frame and yeah. you always tie your 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 sleeping bag at the bottom. I think they're really cool.
0: You can still get those. Can you? Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure you can. I mean, you just gotta go, we gotta look through them for like camping websites and stuff. But yeah, I'm sure you can get them. I think they're really cool. when want to get one just to have it. Just to have it? Yeah. Okay. This okay. is my camping backpack. <laughs>
1: and poor, sweet, innocent Annie... Is coming into town and she's like, Hey guys, I'm going to Camp Crystal Lake. And one of the people in the store goes, Oh, you mean Camp Blood? And the lady that runs the it it's a store and a kind of a restaurant, it looks like, like almost a diner a little bit. Yeah, yeah, very much so. And she says, Don't mind them, um, it's just 20 miles up the road. That's a long ass way yeah. for her to walk. Of course. So, one of the Enos, the truck driver, he says, oh, come on, I'll take you. I'll take you to the crossroads. I'll drop you off. You can go from there. As they're leaving, we meet the town crazy. His name's Ralph. And he pretty much comes up to Andy and says, hey, you're going to die out there. It's crazy out in Camp Crystal Lake. It's cursed. It's cursed. Because that kid
0: drowned out there. Everything is cursed. <laughs> I mean, that's usually how it works in horror movies. Yes.
1: So, uh, she leaves in the, the G or in the truck with Enos and he's telling her, so what did the owner tell you? Like, what did he tell you about what you're getting into out there? Oh, you know, six counselors, 50 kids. I'm going to be running the kitchen. So that's what's going on. Oh, he didn't tell you about the people that got killed. She's like, Oh, you're kidding. No, no, no. He drops her off. We go back to the camp, and we're more introduced to the rest of the counselors. Yep, and the owner, and I cannot remember his name for the life of me. I want to say it was Larry, but I don't think that's correct.
0: I'm not really sure. I it, honestly, I'm not gonna lie. Like it was kind of hard to try to keep track of everybody's name. Yeah. Since they, they in this movie they did have a lot of people. Like I mean, it was it was a little bit bigger than your average horror movie group. Yeah, your cast was a little bit bigger. I need a movie made where everybody just wears a name tag.
1: It's never explained, but they all have a name tag that says, Hi, my name is blank. So that the entire movie I can tell exactly who's who. So I don't have to figure it out, turn on subtitles, and write it
0: down to tell me who's who. Just pay attention and don't fall asleep? Uh, Probably. You know, I mean, that that usually helps too. (laughs) So,
1: Ruben, the owner and one of the counselors... Have some kind of history. Um, they were dating. They possibly were dating. And yeah, I think so. Like she was, she because she didn't want to be there. Yeah, she and he is kind of like caressing her. Her name's uh, Alice. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "We'll just stay for the week." Okay, I'll stay for the week for you. Well, he tells him, "Okay, I'm going into town. I'll be back by lunch. I've got to get stuff. And if Annie shows up, put her in the kitchen. We I mean, that started." ASAP. We'll have kids here in two weeks. Well, of course, as teenage camp counselors are wont to do, uh, they go and have a party in the water.
0: Yeah, I mean it's break time. You got to go. I would jump in the lake. Yeah, they went out in the lake. They're like, all right, let's go. And we got to get back to work.
1: They're having a good time, and this is where we get our first instance of the music playing. Uh, One of the counselors is swimming, and she stops and she's staring off into the distance, and you can hear. The music's swelling, and the other counselor tells her, What's going on? Hey, what's happening? Nothing. I just thought there was something out there. And they're all having fun. We switch back to seeing Annie, thumbing her way back to the camp. So, it was 10 miles out is where Enos drive drops, so she still has 10 miles to walk. Yep. This Jeep pulls up, and she gets in, but we don't see who's driving it. And I thought this was weird. The Jeep looked very similar to the owners yeah
0: you know okay i thought i thought that also
1: i saw that too yeah i thought that was very strange i was like is this is he the killer is this he this gonna this be this is an issue <laughs> i noticed the jeep was driving very fast did you
0: see that yeah the, okay. no it started to speed up and sped off like pretty quickly after after I picked her up yeah i was it like up,
1: "Um, annie yeah you're
0: annie. in for some some trouble there You're
1: in danger girl you are in danger but She says, hey, I need you to slow down. You just passed the exit, the turnoff, by right? let me out. And she tucks and rolls, jumps out of the car, and as she's standing there, the jeep slams, you know, stops, and a person gets out, chased into the woods, we have our third death of the movie. Third death? Yeah, the first two camp counselors.
0: Oh. Oh, yeah, that's right, I guess so. We'll count that as the body count. I guess so. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's very true.
1: So Annie's dead. We go back to the camp, and... <laughs> One of the guys, his name's Larry, is swimming out in the lake and he starts screaming for help. And you're like, oh shit, the killer's already at the camp. Like, they just booked it through the woods, getting here. Yeah, it's supernatural killer power. Demon speed. And turns out he was just screwing around, trying to get a little lip from one of the female camp counselors. <laughs> the Everybody kind of goes back to work. They decide, we're going to do... Whatever we were supposed to be doing. uh, Which is screaming. (laughs) Uh, One of them goes back to her cabin. And as she walks in, a snake slithers across in front of her. So everybody runs in hearing her scream. And they have this... They tear apart her room trying to get the snake to come out. And when it comes out, they chop it up with a machete. Did you know... That is a... That was a real snake. I did not. Yeah, that was a real snake brought on scene for the movie... And they killed it in front of its owner. <gasps> yeah, I don't think the person knew that they were going to kill their snake, and they killed the snake in
0: front of them. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. See, like maybe maybe they were just trying to not like. Pre- I don't know. I was gonna say to pretend to kill it and accidentally kill it. Really? But yeah, I don't, know. I don't. I don't know. I thought it was pretty crazy. Oh, that's insane. Oh, that sucks for them. Oh, mm-hmm.
1: poor snake. After they've they've calmed down. Uh, They go out and they kind of go back to work again. One of them, I think her name was Brenda, is setting up the archery range. And as she's setting up the target, an arrow flies out of nowhere and barely misses her. And you're like, oh shit, the killer again. Just kidding. It was Ned. One of the other counselors, she's messing with her. And they wander off to do what teenage camp counselors do. (laughs) That happens a lot in this movie. The sheriff then shows up or the uh, cop yeah one of up. the
0: cops ends up showing up after that to talk to all the kids and he's very much just really quick on the draw of like what are y'all well because first and foremost he didn't know that anybody was going to be there yeah he was looking for uh the town crazy again uh ralph ralph um but when he sees the kids he's like hey what are y'all doing here are y'all smoking that smoking that grass are you hitting that reefer you know what i mean you catch my jive you the know? fact that
1: they called it grass like six times in this movie cracked me up yeah
0: it was great um, but yeah, so he's asking them all these questions, and that's whenever they're again, no, no, we're counselors here, we're going to be reopening up, you know, we're just setting everything up. Is there something that we can actually help you with? And the officer starts going over everything, just like, hey, no, there's this guy, he's town crazy, watch out for him, and pretty much just drives off, and he's like, don't y'all don't do anything bad. And of course, what do teenagers do? We mm-hmm. do bad stuff. Go do bad stuff. Of course, just not get caught. Um, so from there... Everybody kind of, again, goes back to their work. It's starting to get later in the day. And one of the girls is trying to get the rest of the kitchen set up. And she opens up the pantry. And lo and behold, there is... We found Ralph. We found her <laughs> Ralph. We found Crazy Ralph. And he's just going off about the whole thing of how this place is... That he was sent by God. This place is there's cursed. There's a death curse. There's a death curse on this place. Everyone that's here is going to die. So you should leave now. And they even, they're asking him, like, why... Why? Like, what's happening? What's going on? Tell us more details. And he's just like, oh, "I was sent by God." That was it, and left. That's enough reason for me. Yeah, and just left. And I was like, okay. Well, I mean, again, if he's the town crazy like that, you're like, what, what? But all right, still got a job to do, got stuff to take care of.
1: Yeah, and I'm. They never say what happens to Ralph. I'm assuming he just kind of wandered
0: back into town. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he got on his his bicycle thing and paddle and uh, started a bike right away.
1: <laughs> what? I just thought of that stupid duck song from the internet Oh And he waddled away Waddle waddle So bad (laughs) Uh, The Counselors uh, The wind wind is starting to pick up And they've all kind of separated Um, Ned is walking through the woods And he sees Jack which is Kevin Bacon And uh, Nancy are kind of Canoodling in the woods he decides to walk away, and as he's walking, he sees someone enter one of the cabins. He's like, hey, who is that? Let me go and check it out. He walks in. Okay?
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah he like, walks you, in. Okay. We, don't get any,
1: we don't get anything. I'm as confused as you are. There's nothing happening. He just walks in. Um, well, Nancy and Jack follow him shortly after. Bless you. Thank you. And they start doing the dirty. <laughs> And as they're doing it, the camera pans up and we see that Ned is in the top bunk and he's been murdered.
0: He's yeah, had his he's, he had his, his uh, throat slashed. This killer yeah. does have an M.O., which yeah, is slitting throat.
1: Well, they do it and Annie says, oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'll be back. Well, by this time, it's pouring down rain and she goes to the bathroom and as she leaves... Jack is smoking a cigarette, and a hand comes out from underneath the bed, slices his throat, after a drop of blood hits him on the forehead.
0: And that was Kevin Bacon? Yeah. His character. No, Kevin Bacon's character got oh. stabbed through the neck with an arrow. There you go, not slipping the
1: Get throat. Get your stuff right. The hand held him down, and the yes, arrow came through then the his neck. and the arrow
0: came through his neck. Yeah, because yeah. it was like, oh, gross! Yeah, You yeah. woke up on that part. I was awake during that part. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, but now we're getting to the parts of the movie where a lot more of the counselors and everybody is starting to. Or it's starting to get more actiony. Okay. Yeah. Not gonna lie, spooky fans. This movie does take a few moments, a little while to kind of get to it. You know what I mean? Um. But yeah. So after uh, they killed Kevin Bacon's character, um, Jack. Jack. Um. He. The killer starts going after everybody else. We see that one of the other character, one of the other killers from, uh, I believe her name was. No, it wasn't Brenda. What was the girl that got the, the head with the, Nancy, uh, the axe? because she goes to the bathroom. Oh, that's right. She goes to the bathroom.
1: Yeah, and as she's in the bathroom, she keeps hearing noises, and she's like, oh, Jack, and she opens one of the showers, and when she turns around, she gets an axe to the forehead. Axe, yeah. Awesome. The visual effects in this movie were really cool. Yeah, they are actually super awesome. At this point, I was like, okay, these other three counselors are huddled down. They're playing Strip Monopoly, and n- nobody's questioning where the other three counselors are, or where the owner
0: is. Well, okay, no, that one person actually did. Because they were like, oh no, where? what's going to happen? With, where's Jack and Nancy? They've been gone for a long time. And the other person that was there, um, Bill? Mm. Yeah, Bill. Ends up saying, well, if I know where they're at, don't worry. They're perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah, he did yeah. say that. And then that's when it panted to them going to the other cabin and going to go have some fun.
1: Okay, yeah. But it was weird to me that they didn't question where this... The owner was who said he'd be back by lunchtime. It's full dark outside.
0: Yeah, it's like past dinner.
1: Yeah. Um, this part is where it got a little it started picking up. Mm-hmm. Um they decide, oh, you know, let's just uh let's cut this game short. We'll we'll go to bed because it's storming really bad. Uh Brenda goes out, she goes to the bathroom. ...doesn't see anything with Nancy. There's no blood or anything. Mm-hmm. She brushes her teeth. She goes back to her cabin. And as she's laying down in her bed... ...she hears people screaming for help. And you're like, who's... ...that doesn't sound like any of the other campers. That's not a voice we've heard before. And we see her through the window. And this is when the music... ...you start picking up on the cue for the music more. We hear the music as she's getting walking around the cabin... And she leaves the cabin to go find out what's going on. Yeah,
0: she ends up walking through the through the rain and everything like that to kinda of find out what's happening and she makes her way to the archery range again. And again, you know, kind of foreshadowing she was the one that was setting up the archery range earlier that day. Yeah. But the lights go on blinding her and she sees like a shadowy figure in there and she's like, Hello, who is that? And then she ends up getting shot with arrows, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I want to say she got <laughs> shot with arrows. Yeah. Well, she ends up getting uh she ends up biting the bullet also with that, and from there, back in um, back in the other cabin. Uh, well, actually, no, we don't really know. She just dies like kind of off screen. Yeah, they never yeah, really they show they never really how. Her up, but die. I'm gonna go with that. She did get shot by arrows, because I mean that's we're assuming she we're was assuming on the that range. What it is.
1: And as this is happening, we go back to town and see that the owner is eating at a diner. And the lady tells them, "Hey, just stay in town. It's this weather's crazy. You don't need to go out there." Well, I've got six kids, six campers out there, and they're like babes in the woods. And at this point, you're like, "Sir, you you only have three counselors left." <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, two now, technically, because you only got Bill and Alice. Yeah, yeah. Well, he leaves, and as he's leaving, his jeep gets stuck. He gets picked up by the the cop that's, I guess, patrolling is strange, yeah. Um, and brings them back to the camp. Um, Alice and Bill leave the
0: main cabin because they're like, "Okay, we haven't seen Brenda." Well, they, they heard Brenda scream. Okay. And that's when they're like, "Well, let's go check it out." And let's—I don't want to be alone, Bill. And Bill's like, "Well, then go ahead and come with me." I was like, "It's fine." Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll be—we'll be, we'll be safe here. Yeah. We'll, we'll be uh, there's strength in numbers.
1: Uh, they go to Brenda's cabin and they find the axe that was used to kill her in her bed. <laughs> yeah. Which, what the hell, man. Right? Because Brenda wasn't doing anything wrong. Brenda wasn't doing the do.
0: I mean, she uh, she played strip McNopoly. and,
1: oh, and I guess. And dealt the grass. Yo. <laughs> well, um, they find the axe in there and they try to call the police. Phones are dead. Right. Which. Of course. As you do in a horror movie. Yep. And then the power goes out. Uh, Bill runs to check the generator, and Alice is running around looking for him. And when she gets to the generator room, he's the one that was killed with the arrows. That's he's right. Pinned yeah, he's pinned to the door, covered in arrows.
0: That's right. Uh, so from there, Alice starts freaking out, and she ends up, you know, like, oh, I need to find, I need to get out of here. Now you get out of here. And she hears a vehicle outside of the cabin, and when she runs out to go, think that it's it's Steve that Steve came back. It's not. She finds um, another woman that we, we get to meet for the first time in the movie. It's, it's Miss Voorhees. Mrs. Voorhees. Mrs. Voorhees. Jason's um, mom. That's right. And she starts explaining the fact that, oh, you know, I was a I used to work here a long time ago. I'm really good friends with the owner. You know, what's going on? What happened? And Alice is telling her somebody's here. Somebody's killing all of us or trying to kill all of us. This is what's going on. We have to get out of here. And Miss Voorhees is like, okay, well, let me go look at the bodies. Let me go see, and maybe somebody's alive, or you know, something is going on. So, she goes into the uh, into the cabin, like kind of getting, bringing Alice into the cabin as well. And mm-hmm. he's like, hey, come on, let's both go. And while she's doing that, she tells, she starts telling. Alice, Alice, about what happened at this place, because she starts going off with the whole thing of like, man, Steve should have never reopened this place. This place has bad memories. This is, this is not good for anybody or anything. You know, the reason this place closed down is because people got killed and nobody uh, talked about the boy that got dra- that drowned that night. And yeah. nobody was watching him because they were too busy having sex. Uh huh. They, they were doing sins and everything. And she starts going over it, and you could tell Alice is just looking like, well, let's go, lady. Like, you could tell me this in the car. Yeah. Come on. We're
1: in danger. We're in Bam. danger,
0: girl. Let's go. And so from there, that's whenever she re- she tells her that, well, it was my son that drowned that day. And you can kind of see, like, something snaps in her because she starts. she starts calling Alice by the... Counselors, other not their names, but as though she was already working. Like, you didn't watch my son, you didn't watch, my yeah. Son. Did you, did she you kind of, that?
1: she kind of, uh, like you said, like she mentally breaks, yeah.
0: And because one, it, the, the camp is reopening, it's back after you know so many years. And it's around the same time frame where her son died. So the anniversary of it pretty much can re bring back up traumatic experiences.
1: Yeah, it's like uh, it, she's re traumatized. Yeah, um, and she snaps, and Alice realizes, oh shit, you're the killer. Yeah. Like yeah. you, you were the reason my friends are all dead.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so she knocks herself. She knocks, um, Mrs Voorhees out, and she runs to the shore. And when she gets there, of course, showdown again.
0: Yeah, I mean Miss Voorhees is a she's a trooper here. Like she just keeps coming back at her and at her. But and Alice, you know, she does a good job. She keeps hitting her with stuff, finding things to defend herself with, and you she know, winds up keep going winning. Uh, she decapitates Mrs. Voorhees. Yeah, after a good couple of rounds back and forth between each yeah. other, uh-huh. and you know, being tired from
1: running from her and everything, she gets into one of the canoes and just pushes her way from shore. Just. You're safer there because
0: yeah, nobody really can get to you and yeah, without trying to swim to you or get another canoe out there. So and you're gonna hear them, yeah,
1: on. exactly. Well, she's she starts to fall asleep in the canoe. Uh, Jason's body pops out behind her, drags her into the lake.
0: Yeah, she ends up having that, or she. We find out that it's a dream that she has when the police get there to kind of like save her. Yeah, and she wakes up in a hospital bed. And she wakes up in a hospital bed. And
1: uh, when Alice asks about Jason, uh, the police officer tells her, there's no sign of, there's no no boys there, there's no
0: campers. There's no campers there, there's nobody there. It was just you. And
1: then she says, he's still there. And they show the lake and a ripple, ripples across the top of the lake. Mm -hmm. And that's how the movie ends. Yeah. So, this movie, I feel like, had a... So, this movie actually, they say the director himself he wanted to cash in on the success of Halloween
0: oh yeah no for sure this one was coming out around the time of the Michael Myers so I feel like this one in Halloween very much
1: um set the mold Mm -hmm. for the final girl
0: yeah for the final
1: girl like the not trope I don't
0: think trope's the right word I mean not to sound negative on it but like stereotype the stereotype
1: I guess for the final girl there's 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 always a final girl girl who succeeds Because she wasn't joining in with everybody else doing whatever everybody else was doing. Right. And something about Alice is special, and we never touch base on it in this movie. And I don't know what it is, but it feels like it was set up that she was going to escape anyways.
0: Oh, that I don't know. Because
1: she, at the beginning, when she's talking to Steve, the owner, she says that she has to go back to California Oh, because uh
0: her schooling for the art school and stuff like that, you know, she would just never be good enough to get out and go do stuff.
1: Yeah. So I feel like she was there was something special about her and that's why she had to live. Yeah. But they didn't really touch it.
0: Yeah. Like touch it. That, that or we just didn't catch it. Maybe they tried to do it in more subtle ways, but we just didn't didn't follow with it. Yeah. But um But yes, you know, and actually they both do a lot of the uh Oh, what is that word? The the Some of the famous horror movie stuff, too, where they kind of stand out in a distance far enough where you can see them, but you can't see them and you yes. can't tell. That is one of the, the things to me that is very scary. Is seeing what's coming at you, but not seeing what's coming at yes. you? Yes. Uh-huh. Like, like you can tell somebody's like there behind the tree, but you're like... Is somebody there behind the tree? Or is it just the tree with no limbs on it? Yeah, exactly. So, it, it no. To me, that is one of those scarier things. Because actually, Michael Myers was one of the f- people that used to terrify me when I was a kid. Really? Yeah, he scared the shit out of me. Which is really funny because, like, Freddy Cougar, everybody would think that Freddy Cougar would probably do it more. But no. Like, I don't know, I thought Freddy Cougar's powers were just awesome and interesting. But Michael Myers, no, Michael Myers scared the crap out of me. Hmm. Yeah, hardcore. Like I remember, giving nightmares from the boogeyman. That's so
1: weird. The, my my big fear as a kid was Tarman from Return of the Living Dead. That oh, was man. my nightmare creature. <laughs> that <laughs> was the one that I would never wanted to see in a dark alley.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. But because uh... that was
1: that was nightmare fuel. So did you know that the woman who played Mrs. Voorhees, um, Betsy Palmer, said that if it wasn't for the fact that she needed a car, she wouldn't have taken this role.
0: Really? Yeah. Wow. She needed a
1: new car, so she took the role and she actually um she called this movie a piece of shit when it came out. And over the years she finally started growing like more accustomed to it. And uh-huh. now when she when people ask her about Jason, um and the other movies, she's like, That's not my son. My my son drowned in nineteen fifty eight. Huh. Instead of being like, Oh my son, blah blah blah. Yeah. So she really did not like this movie at first.
0: Oh yeah, I bet. Um
1: the film actually made $39 million on a budget of 550000
0: Wow, really? Yeah. Okay, you know, I, I can see that too because this came, like I said, or like you said, this came out around like the Halloween era and everything else. So these style of horror movies I feel like were way different back then mm-hmm. versus whatever else was playing on it, you know? Like this was actual like serial killer this was scary stuff. We versus... didn't
1: have slashers really at this yeah. point. Uh, the only real slasher, quote unquote, at least would have been Psycho. Like
0: yeah, at least I don't feel like there was a lot of like slasher style movies. Yeah, because um, up until the back then in the eighties.
1: Yeah, up until the eighties, I want to say there was it was really more body snatchers and like psychological, very much um, Hitchcock, like Alfred Hitchcock stuff. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of slashers, and this one heralded. The slashers. Um, so I misquoted this movie at the beginning, with my little fun intro. Okay. It's not actually. It's actually. Ma 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 ma. It's supposed to be kill. Jason saying "kill mom." Yes. Or kill mama, because at the at one point Mrs. Voorhees screams, "Kill them, mama! Kill them!" because she's she has snapped.
0: Yeah. No, yeah, that's very yeah. It's it's a, one of those very interesting things.
1: And one of my favorite movies um, has a tie in with this one. Tom Savini was one of the first people asked to be in the movie uh, because the producers loved his work in Dawn of the Dead. Really, mm-hmm. I didn't
0: know that. That's super interesting on that. But um, overall, so okay, so you said this was the first time you watching uh, this movie. Is this your first time watching any Friday the 13th movies? No.
1: No? I know I've seen other ones. And I might have seen this one, but I was a kid and I don't remember it at all.
0: Oh, okay. So how did you feel about the mom being the actual killer versus I thought that was a really cool
1: twist. Yeah. Um, I thought that was really nifty. I just wish the movie was a little shorter. (laughs) Because it just, it seemed to kind of... Sleepaway Camp had Camp Slasher to a science. Mm -hmm. It was boom, 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 boom. This one, it was like, boom, boom, yeah, boom, 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 boom. I, I wanted more. And I think it, it might have been the way that they were creative with the music, mm-hmm. and I think that's might have been what it was because it was just a lot of silence, silence, like
0: watching. Okay, it's super, you know, like oh, she's looking around the corner, yeah, and she's looking oh, around the other corner. We're in the woods. The yeah. wind's
1: blowing. The thunder's blowing. Um, I think though, um,
0: I would. I'm going to give this three victims. Three victims? Yeah. Okay, that's not a bad thing. Don't no, like don't tell don't upset about that. I know cause I don't again, make I know people feel bad. <laughs> no, I know with like even some of the the starting horror movies like this, it sometimes the sequels they build up to it a lot more. Like if you watch the second one, the second one's cool. Okay. The second one's good. Like usually for me on sequel wise, they stop getting good after the third one. For the most part, because mm-hmm. that's when the start, just starts trying to get dumb. For example, Tremors. Yes, I feel like Tremors is just now. Like the first one was great. Second one, one was, was good. Meh. Good. Second, I like the second one. I thought the second one was an interesting thing.
1: Was it the third one or the fourth one where they go back in time?
0: Okay, so the fourth one wasn't really like a go back in time. It was like a prequel to, um, that area. Because that area is still supposed to have been, like, the same thing. So, yeah, it was... Yeah. When that area was founded, and that's... They found it. But when it was yeah, called so Promise. Prom- yeah, Promise Land. I Promise... But, uh, but yeah, no. Uh, so, definitely should try watching the other sequels of, of Friday the 13th. There are some really good ones that, that happen. Like, when Jason goes to hell, that's a good one.
1: Really? Yeah. I I remember the opening of... Was it... Jason... The one where it's set in New York.
0: Oh, yeah. I think that's number six
1: or seven. I want to say Jason Takes Manhattan, but yes. I'm pretty sure that's the Muppets. No, no, no. Uh,
0: uh, J- well, no, it's um, Friday the 13th, Death in Manhattan or something like that. Because there's one where he he's like walking and he hears like a boombox and stuff and just destroys the music and leaves the kids alone. Yes, that's you're what I like, it's
1: trash music. <laughs> I, that's the one scene I remember watching from when I was a kid. Well, um... That is all I've got for this episode. Yeah, same.
0: Um, we ended up watching this movie on... DVD. On DVD, because I, I do own it. But also, if you get a chance, actually, Spooky fans, watch the remake, too. Watch both. Actually, watch both and see what you like. Do you like the remake? Because the remake actually has Jason Voorhees in it. Um, they've taken out the mom. They They pretty much... Okay, so in the remake, they pretty much combine the first and the second one together. Because in the second one, uh, Friday the 13th, it brings... Jason Voorhees into it cuz remember how she was like oh there was a kid and stuff like that mm-hmm. well this is them finding the kid Jason Voorhees and uh and the, yeah in the second one you end up finding like this guy that's has like a just a hood over his his face yeah and you find like a shrine that's owed to the mom from her severed head and stuff super cool oh my god you're making that face i should uh oh. we need to watch we're it we're going to watch this we are definitely gonna watch this, but yeah, no. So the remake one has all of that in there. So I say the remake is like a com- combination of the first and second one, the first and second old ones. Okay. Okay. We'll have to watch but, it one night. Yeah, no, it's really good. I, I always think they're good. I-, I actually liked that remake. I didn't think it was that bad. Okay. I know some people are like, ah, oh, it's dumb. No, but I think the slasher parts and the the uh, the kill scenes were pretty neat. So, but yeah, I would say I would honestly, I'm I'm right there with you. I would say three victims on this one right now. Yeah. Okay. Three bodies. Definitely S- something to watch so you can like get yourself acclimated to this. Yeah, story. if you want to get your feet wet with yeah. horror movies. Yeah. I think this would be a good one because it's it's
1: there. It sets this is one of those that set the modern horror renaissance, I guess you would call it. Yeah. Like,
0: this is what brought horror to To kind of what it's what it's to everyone. Yeah, to what it's getting and what it's becoming. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely try it out. But other than that, that's all I got too. Awesome. Cool. Uh, your picks next week? Yes, and I actually have my pick already. Well, I have two of the picks already. One of them, I just I don't know. I don't. I feel like it'll be kind of kiddish, but I don't know. I kind of want to watch it. Okay, and uh, I mean I don't know. I was thinking of, of watching Coraline. <gasps>
1: yes, can we watch Coraline?
0: <laughs> I mean we can watch it any time, but yeah, because it's either going to be that one or another one. So I don't know. Cor- I don't know. I think I have my next one picked up too. I want to read the book too the book of Coraline mm-hmm. yeah I heard it's like way more jacked up yeah I've heard it is too may have to go find it um, but yeah I guess other than that uh, don't forget to check us out on Facebook spooky fans um, drop us a review let us know what's going on if you have a certain movie you want us to watch or would just really like to recommend for us
1: Yeah, it's a suggestion yeah or go for it review us either iTunes
0: or Facebook yeah I don't know if you can do it on Spotify or no or Google. I've tried. Oh, you tried. <laughs> okay. But yeah, no. Let us know what you guys are thinking. Let us know what's going on and getting ready. Ooh, over here. What we're in September. That means we got a month left before October. Almost Halloween. Oh my time. God! Almost Halloween time. My favorite time of the year.
1: Oh. We're gonna have to churn out some really good horror movies. Oh yeah,
0: most definitely for sure. And I have one that I already know. that's gonna f- scare the shit out of you. So. Lovely. Yeah, it's going to be great. And we're going to watch it like at midnight or something like that with all the lights off and everything. Okay. <laughs> I'm down. All right, cool. Well, as always spooky fans, stay, stay spooky. spooky.